Listen to this. Zakawani, the flying winger. Here's Brad Evans. It's Steve. It's Steve. Who is it? It's Brad Evans. <laughs> Happy days are here again. Turning with a drive. It's Steve Zakawani. Evans with the left one. He's an attacking threat, Brad Evans. This is so weird. The party has started. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode here of Side by Side, and we are facing a game three. The Sounders went down to Frisco, um, didn't get the job done, and so it's pushed it to game three, which will be here on Friday night. We're going to look into that, talk about potential tweaks we can see from either team making. But first, we have to revisit game two. It was a 3-1 defeat for the Sounders. And to be honest, it didn't feel like a 3-1 game. I mean, it doesn't matter if it did or didn't. It was 3-1. Don't think the Sounders did too much wrong. Just a slow start out of the gates. A slow start and then got punished for it. Yeah. Pretty I much mean, it, right? Because the team played fine. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Well, the first 15, was, 15 yes. 20 minutes. Yeah. And We're not there. We talked to Schmetz beforehand. He was very open and honest mm. about his expectations for the game. He seemed very confident. He was showing yeah. us video. You know, we had brought up a couple of questions to him about the spacing from front to back. And he was like, yep, that's what we're covering. Um, trying to negate some of that space so that Dallas can't just turn and run at yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. But what happened in the first five, six yeah. minutes, that high press, the Sounders had no answer to yeah. it. And <clears throat> that was disappointing. At, at the end of the day, because I think they shouldn't have been as shell-shocked or surprised mm-hmm. that Dallas was just going to come out and press. And that's what Dallas did. I mean, we, we watched it from up top, and me and Danny were just like wave after wave after wave, and guys look uncomfortable on the ball, playing out of the, trying to play out of the back. But at some point, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why you don't, yeah. don't just say, okay, every time we get it in the back for the first 10 minutes, we know that they're going to come. Yeah. Let's just launch the ball yeah. forward and reset. Because Bypass the press, yeah, you have to. Yeah, and, and talking on the plane after the game, is sat with Albert, Mm-hmm. And he was just like, yeah, man, that first 10 minutes. And I was like, but they're not that good. No. And he's like, no, they're not that good. He said, we'll get the job done and done at home. And they, they, they know the mistakes that they made. Yeah. I don't think there was a huge blow up in the locker room afterwards. It didn't seem like that. Um, no. Getting on, getting onto no, the plane not at all. because you still created chances. Yeah. Yes. And the third goal came super late. But th- it was exactly. Like and it could, should have been a fourth goal. And yeah. that guy yeah. shanked one yeah. from yeah. four yards yeah. out yeah. somehow. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's going to happen when you're chasing, chasing the game, the game yeah. and there's no aggregate score. So, we also talked about Leo Chu mm. and how vital, yes, he has been and dangerous, yeah. but the lack of determination mm. f- from, from my viewpoint and, and effort yeah. to play both sides of the ball is what cost yeah. um, Seattle the game yeah. at the end of the day. And, and the only thing I can think of is that, and I brought this up before, but we played, you know, whenever we played the Galaxy at home, DeAndre was right back. I was right mid playing against Landon. Yeah. My only job was to make DeAndre's life easy because I know that this team is either we're going down there to play or they're coming up here and they're going to put us under pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And regardless of how good I am offensively, yeah. which wasn't great, yeah. <laughs> I, I knew that at least I'm going to defend for my life yeah. to keep me on the field. Yeah. And Schmetz told us that, that he sat down with Leo Chu in the middle of the week and watched video. This is what we need. Yeah. He very clearly told us that. And to see him come out and you see the first goal and it's jogging, not in the right position. Like if, if you're an outside midfielder, your job is to make the play go wide. Yeah. That is 101, right? Even you could do that yeah. sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Later on, yeah. And, and, and just being positionally in the right place can yeah. help you 
recover the ball faster and make things predictable for everyone else. But he doesn't. The ball gets slipped through in a gap, and then it gets played outside. And then the right back gets all the way forward and makes an overlapping run, and Leo Chu's nowhere to be found. Yeah. And so Nuhu's 2v1, and you know, Nuhu should know, that he is left-footed. So if I'm a left back, I know the outside midfielder is left footed. I have to shade to the right and force him to go down the line and play on his right foot. We don't, and we get caught. Yeah. And Jackson is a little bit far pulled out in, instead of in line with with the with the post. You know, I talked with Andy after the game. He said I told Jackson to tuck back in and make that gap really small, uh, but he doesn't. And it's a great finish from Ariola at is. the end of the day. It is. I mean, it's just a great ball. Like, yeah, great just, great well. finish in the bottom corner. And then Dallas <laughs> is off and running. And then they're flying in waves. Yeah. And then they come in, and it's a bad tackle from Nuhu. It's a penalty. Who, yeah. who, uh, it's definitely a penalty. I don't know. Even hearing you describe it, it just seems such an easy goal to give up on the road. You kind of talk about it all week. They're going to come out flying. Right. This is fight, fighting for their season. Like, if they're going to score, like make them really earn it. Like, they break you down. A couple of one-twos, given goals. Someone does something special. That goal, you know, you're describing the breakdown from not tracking back, you know, not covering space. Just seemed like a super easy goal to give up for a team that's been really good defensively. Is what I was surprised by. And then penalty 2-0. It's a long way back there from anybody. Yeah. But to to the Sounders' credit, they got back into the they game. Did. And they whether did. that was the Sounders getting back into the game or it was Dallas just sitting back and absorbing. I, I, I think Ooh. that's what Dallas saw. I, honestly, again, yeah. no team is bad. I think this is a really good matchup. I don't think Dallas is no. a team that should knock you out of the playoffs. I think no. the Sounders, if Albert said that, I agree with him. Yeah. I'll be shocked if it's not comf- on Friday, a comfy win. I'd be shocked. We're yeah. just better than them. And, and, then, and yeah, you have to think of it as, yeah. okay, those are two learning opportunities yeah. there, yeah. right? You don't do it again. And I think if you negate those two things, the Sounders walk out of Dallas with a victory potentially. Easy, yeah. and, and Jordan scores a fantastic goal. I mean, the Sounders came out in the second half and, yeah. and what a start. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Jordan gets in behind and bumps his defender and, and it's, it's a fantastic finish and one where the keeper just got completely stoned. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys got the... Good view of the offside one. I, no, it, everything online was only from it, an angle. And man, even on his angle, really looks close. That was close. And what a finish, by the way, from Jordan. What a what finish. A finish. What, his dad, class. after the game, was asking, was Jordan offside? I didn't and think like, so. I don't think so. I was yeah. on TV and I'm like, they didn't give us the best angles. I didn't know if you got something different in stadium. The right back looked like he played him on. That's what they were looked. not in line. And it the right back like, isn't stepping up. He's actually running with back. Jordan back. I was like, he didn't, didn't seem to review it too long. I don't know. That was strange. But I agree with you. I think second half, the Sounders, they're a much better team than FC Dallas. Like, yeah, it was, for sure. It was coming. Wave after waves. Now, speaking of Leo Chu, for example, you know, we went from game one to game two, same lineup, not too many questions. Would you make any changes for this game? Because Nico came on. Nico was good. At least the playoffs. You need experience. Guys who just know how to get done. And you don't get much better than Nicola Dero. Has he made a point to say, you know what, I maybe can get a start again? Yeah. In this I, series, because Tomasi seems to have nullified Chu. He hasn't beaten him even once, I don't think. Right. So, so Danny and I talked about this after the game, and mm. Danny made a really good point about you don't want to give the coach any opportunity to bench you. Yeah. And now yeah. he has opened the window yeah, 100%. for Nico to come on and play in that, in that left mid, mid role. And, and if you're not going to beat well. someone yeah. with pace, then you better be doing it tactically and yeah. with good service. So Nico yeah. came on, had a, actually had a, almost had a header, got up and challenged, played well. right? Play, played well when good he came on, looked yeah. motivated, a couple yeah. good free kicks, drew a couple free kicks. Good good service, Is that yeah. going to be vital yeah. at home? I think you might see that change this week. And if mm. Nico smells anything, he's going to push this week yeah. and be vocal. And he's going to be like, all right, I'm ready to play, ready to play, ready to play. Yeah. I think you'll see that change. On, on, on Friday night. I sensed it. I sensed Nico. The balance was good. Nico seemed to be doing well, putting good service. I'm looking, he came on the 59th minute. So he played about 30 minutes, played really, really well. And then the other change that I thought was really good was Obed. I thought Obed yeah. came on and you no know, attention. We know why he was there. 
That's another one because Obed came in and was giving you. I mean, he got. I think he almost assisted Rudy Diaz on one of the plays there. But he was winning free kicks. He dribbles. He asks you a lot more questions than Josh will. So those are the two. I don't know if he'll do both, but if you're going to make changes, I think Obed and Nico at home. You can play on the front foot against this team. Yeah, I think, I, I think that Josh does provide. Yeah. You know, I said this in the game. Like Josh was the only one that was opening up mm. Dallas's defense. He's the one that came over and was o- overloading the right hand side. Sometimes on the left, yeah. he'd make runs in behind, and that's where the Sounders found success. Can Can Obed do that? He probably can, but he does it in a different way. I don't yeah. think he covers as much ground no. as Josh does. But Josh has been in good form. It's not those goals were not Josh's fault by no. any means, and so I'm not sure that. Mm. Uh, changing that one in this game is going to make the most sense. I think you probably reevaluate after 45 minutes yeah. and say, okay, we're, we're nil-nil. We're not getting as much forward. Okay, Josh, come off. We're going to put Obed on and give him 45 minutes to build into the game and see if he can close this one out and those two possibly rotate. But I, I, I think bringing Leo Chu on at home with – you know, thir- 30, yeah, 35 minutes him, to go yeah, is probably yeah, probably the best yeah. move for the Sounders at this point in, in a playoff game where you know that Nico has produced in the playoffs. I agree. He's a big game player. And when he came on, he didn't look disinterested. He was no, ready to go. He was good, man. And so I think, service, yeah. I think that's a change that, that you will see. Yeah. And I, th- I just think Dallas, you know, Tomasi, I think Lotu can get him, but he's defending him well for for two games. And so I think, yeah, Nico gives a good change. Um, Raul looks good as well. I don't think Raul to start, but... I think it was good that those two, because you can get someone like that who's used to playing all the time, come on and you can tell they're just not here. Yeah. But he looked motivated as well. And now, should have been a penalty, yes or no? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so maybe I'm wrong. I heard he said, the referee said, because he was not going to get to the board. Right. How why do you has, know why that? Is, why, 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 why does that matter? How do you I know don't that? Understand I don't know that why matters. that's a factor of it. It's if, a foul. is a foul. Anyone to pitch. Do yeah. we know that he's going to, like, are you off, kidding? Some such thing that's off the board foul, though. Yeah, if, like, I, if I kick the ball on the penalty box, whether it's in the corner and, <laughs> and I'm kicking it out of bounds <laughs> to the fans and, and a guy sticks his hands out and it hits his hand to make a play on the ball, it's a penalty kick. If I'm in the box on the opposite side and I rip the defender down with his jersey, a foul is a foul inside the box I'm not sure how much more clear it could be it's a foul it's a bad precedent too because Brad you were saying if you're a center back you just start pulling everyone's jersey he's off the ball whatever but then the referee is saying that there is an absolute in, in, in that situation how does the referee not know because the play was made that the keeper came out and grabbed the ball how does the referee not know that that ball slips out of the ref out of the Goal goalkeeper's hands exactly. and drops down, and Raul's able to make a play on the ball? Very strange reason. I couldn't believe it. It is a penalty because I think Raul's running. He's it's desperate defending at the end of the day. It. He pulls him. He knows. Come he, on. So it's but like, yeah. it's a foul at least. It's a foul. Right? Okay, <laughs> maybe it's an in, I don't know. Outside <laughs> of the box, if a, if a last defender grabs my jersey, it's it's a red card. I mean. It's I a yellow I'm, card, yeah. at least anywhere on the field that you see yeah. that happen. It, yeah. it was quite shocking. Yeah. Sounders could have come out with a victory there. In, that's in yeah, it would have been 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. yeah. Two, two. That's why it didn't feel like 3-1 because up until that 89th minute goal, the third goal, the Sounders were pushing. Looks more likely. Had a Jordan offside goal. The Raul chance from um, Vargas's cross. There was a free kick in the box that bounced around. That it, one. The keeper turned, it yeah. hit off his back, bounced out. It's normally that goes in the back of the net for the Sounders. It looks more likely, yeah. I yeah. think so. So, doesn't give me too much concern. Um, you spoke about Sounders potentially. I, again, Schmetz might not do it, but I can see Nico coming in. For Dallas, same again. Pressing early, try or are they gonna maybe sit back a bit more and try to like just make sneak out of like a one 0 win rather than coming on the front foot and trying to be first to score and really because um, if they open up, I just think the Sounders at home have yeah. too much quality. If they open up, I, I think they'll be a bit more conscious in to. the first forty five minutes yeah. about how they play, and the Sounders are gonna have to be really concise with their passing. Um, that's where the Sounders kind of get into trouble a little yeah. bit is when they are forced 
to build into yeah. a low block. Yeah, we saw that in the first leg. Yeah, yeah. In and so that game, that is yeah. where creativity comes into the picture. So I snapped this shot from mm. players with the most chances created in MLS this season. So Christian Espinosa, San Jose, Acosta, uh, Carlos Kill, Gill, mm. Tiago Almada, Ryan Gold, um, Cleek, Barial, Wagner, Vela, Mukhtar. Mm. No Sounders even close yeah. on the on the top ten. Wow. And so that's where I get I get concerned when teams come in here so and we yeah. don't have that yeah. player that can unlock and, and create chances. For a team that finished second in the West, yeah. no no player in yeah. that top list of chances created, which is pretty wild. So are that's the Sounders crazy. more of an yeah. attacking team or are we a possession-based team that creates good goal-scoring opportunities or is, is it just a share of wealth throughout the whole? Yeah. Because you're not getting it really from set pieces. No. You're not getting it from, you know, your center backs aren't scoring goals. Your outside backs aren't really getting forward and, and providing assists. So yeah, is it really just relying yeah, on yeah. Jordan's speed to unlock every defense and it really create has chances? Been, the best offense has been Leo Chu and Jordan. That's been the best attack all year round. And you're right, because we don't have that focal point number 10. The guys you listed there, the team plays through them. Like Ryan Gold, Vancouver, they, yeah. he is their attack, right? Um, Carlos Hill, the same for New England. And we had that with Nico for so many years. It's not been the same Nico. I don't think Albert plays it in that way. Albert keeps possession. He gets around the pitch well. Around the box, he's good enough and finish things. But I think you're right. I think that's that's where I do get worried when the team falls behind because goals haven't been a strong point. I get worried there. Back in the past, I think, you know what? Walk, walk and score two or three. We could have in Dallas, but we didn't. And that's where I get a bit concerned. It's not too many times this year we scored multiple, multiple goals. Um, didn't score many in the regular season at all. Made our name defensively. So I get a bit concerned if Dallas was to come in and get a, a header early on from a set piece. And we now have to... And they're going to sit back. That is where my concern comes in. Yeah. But... I think that adds more weight to Nico probably having to play because he can unlock a team. I think so. He too. can. So I'd be surprised if we don't see that change. Nico on the left. I think they worry that he still moves around too much, but I think he's going to give you more than true in this particular series. I think Dallas have figured out true for now, especially going the other way. And I think Nico just gives you a bit more offensively the crossing, the delivery, the passing. But we'll see what Schmidt says. But you're, so you do think Dallas will probably be cautious. I, I, I think so. I mean, of course, they're, they're going to sit with three up top. Yeah. And so you're just waiting for the right opportunity. And, you know, the first they don't want to happen to them. What happened to the Sounders in Dallas? Yeah. Right. They, you know, the Sounders come out and play high press and then all of a sudden they're under the gun. So they're going to sit back, I think, in the first 10, 15, feel out the game. And if the Sounders, you know, they're going to bait them into making those bad, those bad passes, that square pass, that one that's under hit, like the yeah. last ball, you know, that led to the third goal from Jackson, a, a lapse in concentration yeah. and hope that a young player does that, right? Knew who's unpredictable. So if I'm Dallas, I'm forcing everything down the left-hand side. Yeah, uh, that's that's what I'm going to do. I'm going yeah. to shade everyone to the left-hand side. I, that's a that's a coaching tactic. If I if I was Dallas, make Jackson make the game. He's a mm. right footer playing as a left center back. Make Nuhu play the game. He's unpredictable. Yeah, right. Yeah. Go go after him. Put him under pressure. And when those moments arise, then you go full bore. And I think that's what you'll see from Dallas. Yeah, I, I, it'll be a, again. Sounders have more quality, I think, for sure. But that first 15, 20 minutes, depending on how the game goes, we'll see. Um, we'll come back to finalize our predictions for Friday. But around the league, so St. Louis is out. Are you surprised at all, or is this what Kansas are capable of doing? Yeah, I, th I think yeah. it's a product of both. I think it was the finish that St. Louis had to the season yeah. and the inexperience in the playoffs. Right, We talked about it last yeah. podcast, only yeah. having three players play in the MLS postseason. And it it, it's a different yeah. beast, especially yeah. when you're yeah. playing against a Kansas City team where... 
pretty much all those guys are well versed in yeah, the MLS playoffs. They, they, have, they have a coach that, that knows. Yeah, yeah. They, everyone on that staff has the expectation. That's yeah. the culture of that team, just like the Sounders. Yeah. Is something gets turned on when we enter the playoffs, and, yeah. and Kansas City's done that. Absolutely, they got healthy. What was it? They only scored three goals in the first ten games, then, but then all of a sudden you get healthy, and that's Major League Soccer. If your top players are healthy, you're off and flying. Yeah, um, yeah, that's exactly right. Kansas City is deceptive because they started like ten winless just start the season, yeah, and, and then, ever since then they've been the best team in the West. Yeah, so I wouldn't want to see them. Really that's a good team. Ever since they came here to Seattle yeah. and, and yeah. won, yeah, right. They yeah. were off to yep. the races after yeah. that. That's a good one. So that's, um, yeah, that's yeah. a tough one. Vancouver. Yeah. Not surprised. I thought LFC were yeah. too strong for them. Their I did front, feel that. LAFC's front three. It is strong. And I mean, they, they I played Vela on the bench this game. Buanga's insane. Yeah, Vela came on. Buanga's so like, insane. If you have, yeah, it is Both unbelievable. Feet. So, it's unreal. He's been, yeah. So, that was the, I mean, New York, since I watched that game, since I went to penalties, um, so Pat Noonan, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine being a coach in that scenario. He looks like he aged a lot, but um, <laughs> just in that one penalty shootout. But that, that went to penalties on day one. Um, I think we saw three games go to penalties, or at least two. Um, and then Salt Lake against Houston, I think. Uh, no, no games. So Atlanta. Were you Atlanta. surprised by that or no? Um, yeah, a little bit surprised. Columbus but if you go to Atlanta and there's probably, I don't know, 60, yeah. 70,000 fans there, how do you not win? Right? How, yeah. how do you not win? Yeah. And Almada was flying because he was like, yeah. he was suspended for the first game, the first I think. One, and so yeah. his presence on the field, this this yeah. this kid's unreal. Yeah. What do the Sounders have to do to get a player like that? I, I just wonder, like, what, what, that's a great question because you do, that is where the league is at, right? Even like yeah. when Zellerian was here, for example, I thought that was really good. You get that kind of number 10 who's a bit younger, um, still has a career ahead of them for the most part. And that's the teams that have been successful. So re- in more recent times, right? The aging superstar isn't working um, unless you get Latin or someone, but so I agree. But how? Where? Where? Where did, did we? Did we know who he was before? Is that all you really need? Really well, Atlanta had Almiron, yeah, Joseph Martinez, yeah, and Almada. they missed twice. They, they, they finally replaced Almiron. I think they tried to replace him right. twice with um, a couple of players. It didn't yeah. go well. Um, but I agree. Like they, yeah, it's good scouting, really. And where do you find Boango from? LAFC, like. Arango, who was great, leaves. He went yeah. to Mexico and then Salt Lake, and you replace him with a guy who's even better. So this is, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some good teams. So no, one game was a penalty, but no. I think three games ended at two, and there's going to be a couple of game threes. We'll see how New England and Philadelphia um, happens as well. Nashville, no surprise there. Orlando. No, yeah. Nashville's form when we went there, yeah. they just didn't look They didn't look, good, they didn't right? look yeah, the same. They don't score many goals. 2-1-0 no. no defeats, yeah. No. I didn't. Yeah. And or- Orlando is a surprise for me. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, we don't know too much about that yeah. team and I think we'll get more familiar with the next round to see what that team's capable of. Yeah. Um and that 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 club's always been a hit or miss for me. Yeah. And so they've obviously found their way with a, with a good coach who's got MLS experience and he's put together some great pieces and they play to the fan base and they play to what their culture is and yeah. kind of have that feel of Orlando now. Um so yeah. credit to them for yeah. uh making a leap into the next round of playoffs. So Yeah. Would you rather have the Sounders have one in Dallas mm-hmm. and then have three weeks off until their next game or the result that we've we've been given now, right? Do you think LAFC is sitting there saying, oh boy, we got three weeks off. The coaching staff is like, point. okay, well, how do, yeah. how do we manage this? That's how do we manage the numbers, yeah. right? The teams that did win in two now have a much bigger break, yeah. you know, and I think we're talking to the guys afterwards. It's like, yeah. if we can get the job done, yeah. when we can get the job done on Friday night, mm-hmm. I think it actually suits the Sounders better based on years past and yeah. previous experiences to not have that break. It's a team that plays in Agreed. rhythm and yeah. plays off of um, – you know some of that fire from the previous game, and yeah. and I I don't know I I think it's a good thing because you still get two weeks off 
for the Sounders entering, um, right? I think it's two weeks. Yep. Two weeks right? yep. It'll right. be either Friday or Saturday after Thanksgiving. So Oof, that's a tough one. I think the only, I mean, we'll know based on Friday night, 9 p.m., we'll have like, you'll have a definitive answer. In general, I think you just want to get the job done because you're still leaving room for, yes, I'll be better than Dallas, yes, but a bad performance, a mistake, an ongoing, there's still that percentage chance that Dallas yeah. wins. So I think if you can handle it in two games, you just do it. But if the Sounders are to win on Friday, then I think in hindsight, it can work out well yeah. in that regard. But you have to get a job done. So I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit, um, I want to predict here, we've been one, first game was good, second game we all were completely off. Um, I think we're all going to predict a win. I'm gonna think, I think it's going to be comfortable, honestly. I think another 2-0, yeah. I think 2-0, I can see that, even like a 3-1 win. I think we'll win by two goals. I think it, it won't be a dramatic game. We're not going to be the last 10 minutes wondering. I think we'll know. Um, I'll go for a two-goal win. I was just say two 0 I think I think we I think Sounders have too much for Dallas. Yeah, I was gonna say two 0 I don't yeah. I don't see Dallas scoring in no. this game. I think the Sounders know what to expect. You yeah. played them twice. Yeah. You know what you need to do. If the Sounders do the job, it should be two 0 and and you know the four in the back are solid. I, I don't think Reed's at a place where he's just gonna step in as yeah. much as they're frustrated with Nuhu after that performance yeah. overall. I, I just don't think that you can. Knew who plays better at home anyways, yeah. and, and so does Josh. And, uh, you know, everyone plays better yeah. at home yeah. usually. And so I think you put the benefit of the doubt and you let the guys get the job done, um, save for probably Nico. Mm-hmm. And you see yeah. what Dallas brings. But I, I think Dallas is going to have a hard time um, I agree. scoring in, in Seattle the, the with such a big game on the line. Yeah, yeah. Those they're all mistakes. mistakes. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not really that. creating no, chances. No, yeah. it's mistakes. No, we're going to win. We're definitely going to win. Yeah. But God forbid if it goes to PKs, oh, I'm rooting no. for Kellen to score the winner so that it can be full circle for him. He deserves yeah. that. Yeah, that's a good point. No, he won't get there. We won't have drama like in a 75th minute, 80th minute where we're wondering, no, Sounders are going to win this game, um, take care of business. I'm can, pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and then hopefully you get that two-week break and then yeah. off we go against... Uh, Do we know who it would be? Has it- yeah, it's LAFC. It's, it's LAFC. bracket. It's oh, bracket. Yeah, so LAFC at home. Okay, that's at home. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 where the number two seed does come in handy. Cause yeah, and that's just one game now. Oh yeah, it's that's one, one it's game. One game overtime plus PKs. Yes, there is overtime and there are PKs, but and there is so, extra time. Right now, we'd host a semifinal and the conference final. Yeah, huge. which is huge. massive. Yeah, huge. Yeah, and the, the Sounders the have to be playing yeah. off that confidence. Yeah, have now. to, have to. Wow. Great incentive. Um, Keely Broadcast Info. Yep, we are on Apple TV, MLS Season Path Pass. Excuse me, Max Bredos and Brian Dunseth on the call. They've been on it. I think yeah, since two the, weeks in a row. Yeah, two yeah, weeks yeah. in a row. I they think they're yeah. our crew. I yeah. think they've like assigned us our crew. Um, and then for Radio 93.3 FM, we're on the big FM station. Sirius XM FC 157 for national broadcast. And 1360 L Ray Spanish. As always, thanks for tuning into the podcast. Comment, like, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll be back here before, hopefully, the LAFC game. Sounders take care of business to preview that one for the next round. But go Sounders Friday night. Be there. Be loud and support in stadium. If you're watching at home or on the radio, um, still cheer and give the boys all your support.